scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. As the Los Angeles Lakers get uh, thrown down, they turn the ball over 19 times. Jimmy Butler drops 40 points. We've got a series. We've got a series. As Jimmy Butler drops up 40 points and tells LeBron James and company that they are in trouble uh, after the fact. And I guess LeBron uh, said that uh, to Jimmy earlier in the game. A lot is being made of it. Now a lot is being made of LeBron James uh, leaving uh, the game uh, as well. Uh, with 10 seconds left, LeBron James uh, walks off uh, the floor. Uh, game game two goes down on Tuesday night as the Los Angeles Lakers open up as seven-and-a-half-point favorites in a basketball game that, I don't know, maybe uh, they'll have Gordon Dragic uh, back. Um, I don't know. Will they have Bam Adebayo back? Oh, I'm going to not say that uh, fast again. I'll tell you that. Uh, will they have Bam back? Listen, it's a pain threshold thing. He's got a next uh, uh, strength. All right, I get it. I don't know, man. Take some painkillers and suck it up, bro. You know, it's not like you're going to get to the NBA Finals uh, every year or anything like that. Uh, so the Buffalo Bills, they haven't been to the Finals in a long time, but they're 4-0 uh, right now. The Philadelphia Eagles uh, win their first football game of the year, and that's all it takes in the NFC least uh, division uh, is one win to put you in first place. That's right. The Philadelphia Eagles are actually in first place. Big man on campus is kicking it uh, with us. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles in the house, Barstool Sports in the house, repping this evening. We're breaking it down. The Cleveland Browns have now won three straight uh, football games after putting up 49 points on the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys defense getting absolutely shredded. Tom Brady, I thought Tom Brady was done. Isn't that what they said after week one? Well, not so fast, my friend, as uh, Lee Corso says. Five touchdown passes. We jumped in when Tampa was trailing, knowing that, uh, come on, man. Tom, Tommy Brady wasn't losing uh, to the Chargers and to a rookie quarterback. Although it looks like the Chargers have themselves a keeper at the quarterback uh, position. Speaking of keepers at the quarterback position, that Russell Wilson guy's pretty good, huh? I thought Miami was the play today. You know, one of my few losses, all right? We drilled it, but um, we stumbled across the finish line late. We'll break it down. But let's uh, let's move forward. We got a doubleheader. We got baseball. We got it all. Pick that on campus. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. What's the dumbest bet I ever heard of? I disagree. I disagree. Yeah, well, we made a couple of uh, dumbest bets you ever heard of uh, tonight. We did end up uh, on the plus side, and I guess that's a good thing. I guess that's a good thing. Major League Baseball playoffs got me uh, last week. We stumbled with the baseball postseason. Um, Then we got it back uh, with football. Not all of it, though. And then we gave a little bit uh, of it back uh, tonight. Uh, We're back at it tomorrow. We got Barstool Sports, uh, big man on campus. uh, uh, kicking it with us. Of course, you follow him on Twitter, Big Man on Campus. 
So, uh, big man, I want to get into the NBA, but uh, let's just, uh, we were talking about uh, the Monday nighter. I don't know, you know, it's sort of just human nature, sort of like we saw the Lakers tonight. Are, are the are they going to be flat? Are the Chiefs going to, you know, think, well, it, it's Hoyer? I don't think so, but they haven't also been murdering people either. They're just going to want to get a win and get out of there. Yet, as you stated, I, you know, I'd prefer if it was nine and a half, actually, but I sort of I sort of get the feeling they're going to win like 31-17 in that, you know, they're going to win by 14 or so uh, in this football game. I don't think the Chiefs will let up, but, you know, the Patriots could run the football. It's a tough spot at 10 and a half. I guess, you know, people could tease it. And then you get the Atlanta Falcon game sitting at seven points right now. And this one almost feels like that trap that you got to believe the public's going to come in. Oh, the Atlanta Falcons suck. They're big chokers and all that. And God knows they are a big man. But the fact is, when they choked against the Cowboys, at least they covered the point spread. When they choked against the Bears, they had to win a football game to cover. And then they blew the win. Now we're getting seven points. I've told myself never again with the Atlanta Falcons, but I get the feeling that this is a big trap for Packer betters tomorrow night. Yeah, I do too, kind of. I mean, you got to wonder where the Falcons' head's at. I thought Dan Quinn would have been fired. Uh, He wasn't. But, you know, Green Bay comes in a little riddled. I mean, not going to have Alan Lazard, uh, Devontae Adams. I think he's going to be out as well. You know, it's weird, Gabe. Usually you see teams i mean they have i mean i'm sure they'll bring somebody up but i mean there is just not much for the green bay packers outside of valdez scantling on this team uh to catch the football i mean you have your tight ends but uh there's just not much to really uh throw to here and it comes at a bad time because we know how bad atlanta is defensively but um yeah you know you mentioned a teaser look i think teasing the chiefs down a four makes a lot of sense uh, I think they will win by a touchdown. And look, I don't hate and the Falcons up to fourteen. <laughs> yeah, I don't hate that. I mean, I guess you just gotta kind of monitor what goes on with Julio Jones. The thing with um, the thing that I worry about here though is I feel like to beat Green Bay, you you want to be able to run the football effectively. And you know, you gotta wonder does Todd Gurley kind of get going tomorrow? Atlanta's not a team that runs the ball very often throughout the last five seven years they've been a 65 percent pass play percentage team but you got to run the football a little bit and I think if Julio's not out there you probably do but it's not a great slate I know that you know the Patriots game it kind of looks great but I feel like if I can get 11 11 and a half I might have some interest in maybe grabbing the Patriots I won't go crazy on it but I feel like if they can run the ball the biggest tonic to keep the ball out of the hands of Patrick Mahomes is to run the ball effectively the Ravens as I said earlier weren't able to convert on those short passes. Lamar was really exploited uh, as a passer last week. He just didn't do real well. Uh, I don't know if Hoyer can do it. We know he's kind of just a, a guy, but you know, they got to run the ball effectively because the Chiefs can't stop it. So we got a doubleheader of uh, football Monday night. And uh, do you want, are you one of the people that want to see a Monday night doubleheader all the time? Seems like it makes sense. And it seems like the fans want it. And, you know, they have games on Thursday. Uh, I think players like it. Players like Monday Night Football better than Thursday Night Football because it's an isolated game being on TV. I think they should. You know, I, I don't. I think their thought process is maybe they don't have, you know, they can't always have a West Coast team uh, play. Do they have enough West Coast teams? But I think they could work it out uh, where they could pull it off. Um, I'm for, actually, the um, – I'm for um, – 
a doubleheader every Monday, big man. What do you think? I agree with you. I think we should scrap the Thursday night game. I just think from a safety standpoint for these guys, I mean, it's just too much of a quick turnaround to play Sunday and then to play Thursday. It's just too, it's rough. Uh, I think we should scrap that. We should take it and put it on Monday night. Um, you'll have, you know, a seven o'clock game and have a, you know, I don't know, nine o'clock game or something. I don't know. But yeah, I, I'm all for doing that. I, I think they should have done it a long time ago. Uh, and that's one of the things about this COVID thing that I'm not really that worried about because you can always add a game Monday night. You could even play a game Tuesday night. And that means that you'll have football for six out of seven days. So uh, with college and everything. So, yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's exciting. I finally am starting to feel really good each weekend now. You know, when it first started, college was kind of hard to kind of, you know, get into. But I'm really into the college season now. I'm doing well with it. And, yeah, the NFL has been great. You just had a couple slip-ups. But I get a feeling if you just drop the hammer on Tennessee, uh, that'll kind of make uh, – you know, it makes sense. Look, these players need to realize you got to wise up. It's all on you. This league, it falls on you. And if you just follow the rules, this isn't forever. You know, you and I both know that we've talked about that time and time again. And, you know, baseball's been able to do it without a bubble and, and, and certain other things. So, yeah, I'm confident the NFL. Look, Gabe, we might have a Super Bowl in March. Uh, or something, but uh, this <laughs> season is going to finish. You can bet, you can bet your bottom dollar on that. So, uh, well, hey, maybe fan, we have a Super Bowl in May or something. I don't know. As a sports fan, though, it's cool because it's like you said, you know, we're going to have football. Football might be delayed. That's going to go on. There's not really much of an off season in the NHL and the NBA and stuff, big man. They're going to be back in January, right? So we're already in October right now. Yeah. It's not your normal next season, per se. And then we didn't even get your, ta- we'll get your take on Doc Rivers after. I should have tweeted out the second Doc Rivers was fired by the Clippers that he was going to be the Sixers coach. I knew he was. I knew he was. Like I, was, I saw that from, like, you know, 10, <laughs> 10 million miles away. I saw that from space. Uh, I saw that from space. Uh, that uh, that that was going to happen. Uh, yeah, we got college basketball around the corner, and um, you know, l- listen, a college college sports is hit or miss, man. And we're seeing because the testing protocols it's just a circus. And you see, big man is unbelievable. These stupid jackass kids. I'm glad they kicked them out. You see, they kicked out the entire student section at the SMU game. The SMU students all took their masks off. They weren't socially distancing. They were telling the security to suck it, and what are you going to do about it? <laughs> and uh, the security, they got the cops, and the cops kicked them all out. They should ban these kids. As you stated, man, like, you can play, but you got to be smart about this stuff, and that's not being smart about that stuff. Like, these dumb kids, man, especially in Texas, too. Cor- coronavirus is pretty rampant there. But you would figure, big man, like, on a day that, like, the pre- your president is in the hospital for coronavirus, you're mocking the protocols, like, the same day. Like, it's just like people will never look, no matter what, some people, they just don't get it. They'll never get it. And it's amazing to me. Like, what will it take for people to figure it out that, you know what? All right, maybe I should just wear the damn mask if I'm going to go to the game. If they're going to let us into the game, we'll wear the damn mask. But they kicked the entire student section out. Yeah, it's a bunch of goofy kids for the most part that don't seem to understand that, like, the the, the longer you guys, you know, don't follow the rules. Listen, it, the fact that you're even allowed into the game is, is you know, it, it's it's cool. I mean, they don't have to do that. They're doing it because they're trying to involve you. They're trying to make some money and do it. But, yeah, like, I saw that Iowa State game, the Iowa State-Oklahoma game. I mean, there, there were tons of people there. I mean, some of these games, it's wild, but <laughs> – 
Yeah, it, it's it's something that dude. You know, I saw Marshall. Learn. It, it just is what the Marshall. Yeah. You wouldn't know there was a pandemic, big man. I was like, dear God, your stadium. I know. Full. I saw that too. <laughs> yeah, like against that game against App State. State. I remember yeah. the stadium was full, big man. Full. Like, yeah. Like wow. I like, know. I was like, like are you guys psychos? Like, are you just this stupid? Are you this just this stupid? I got like, to tell you, it, man. Like, like it's I, not I, a political thing. It's not even a tough guy thing. If you want the sports to play and you want things to open, you want things to be normal. Normal. Even if you're asymptomatic, if everyone has it, then no one's going to trust you and don't open anything. Like, people just don't get it. Like, I, I don't understand what part of this they don't get. I love the Eagles. And, look, I'm about to move literally two blocks in the stadium. But I, I wouldn't – I'm not going to the Eagles for, like, a year. Like, I'm good. Like, I'll stay home and watch it. I'll get back there someday. You know, everyone went to, went to that Chiefs game, their home game, had to quarantine for two weeks after – I'm sure they did it. All right, we'll hit some NBA on the other side with Big Man. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. Well, I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Sports Rage Late Night continues. Big man on campus, Barstool Sports in the house, repping uh, on this uh, Sunday night, Sports Rage Sunday. Uh, we're breaking it down. we got a doubleheader of... Um, football on Monday night, but we also have a doubleheader of baseball uh, as well, and uh, big man, your Yankees uh, take the field against uh, the Rays, and uh, series price, money's come in on the Rays, uh, they were plus 114 uh, previously, now I see plus 108 uh, for a Tampa Bay team that absolutely owned uh, the Yankees this year, albeit uh, the Yankees were always beat up, though, when they played them, you know, the Yankees were missing guys all year long, but I think out of the 10 games that they played against the Rays, Aaron Judge missed uh, six of them, uh, LeMay who missed games, uh, Stanton, et cetera. So it's not a full full indication, I think. But nevertheless, the Rays are confident against this team. One thing we can say, though, the Rays did beat Garrett Cole twice in the span of a week, big man. Once Cole didn't get tagged with the the rack. He wasn't on record for the loss, but the Rays won that game. And then they played it. Cole faced him in his next start again. And then they actually beat him, and he did get the loss. So the Rays are confident against Garrett Cole as well. I think the Rays are real live dogs in this series, but only plus 108 uh, right now. What's your take on this series? Yeah, I think you're I think you're on to something. Uh, look, outside of Cole, I, I said this when they signed Cole. I mean, outside of Cole, I don't love their rotation. I didn't love it last year. I don't love it this year. Uh, I also think Obviously, we know this. Tampa's bullpen is really good, and they've been the really good. Starters are damn good, They're going to be really good. Yeah, no, and Charlie Morton's just a really solid second guy. Glass now is a good young pitcher. He comes over from Pittsburgh. Um, and, you know, and they have a lineup where there's, I mean, there's very little star power here, but it's guys that just get it done. You know, they, they're going to win a lot of 3-1, 3-2 type of games. 
um, you know, it's truly a weird series because you have so much power and, and star power on one side and no pitching and very, you know, very good pitching and no star power on the other. I think it's a touchy series. I think the Yankees will find a way. Uh, but do I think the Yankees are going to win the World Series? No, I don't. I think the L.A. Dodgers are the best team. This has been the uh, best Dodger team we've seen. They've kind of got the proverbial monkey off their back. They did win one series, albeit a quick one. Um, but to answer your question, it's not enough value to me to fade the Yankees here. I'd need a little bit more to get involved. Uh, it's interesting. It's starting at 5.07 local time. Um, so I wonder, I'm just wondering if the shadows, like, you know, sun's going to come into play here. Uh, West Coast baseball between East Coast teams. <laughs> West Coast baseball, the Yankees in Tampa are playing in San Diego, guys, just for the record. Uh, they're playing in um, in San Diego. And Houston and Oakland are playing in Los Angeles um, at Dodger, Dodger Stadium. Um, so, you know, we got a great pitchers matchup uh, here with Blake Snell versus Garrett Cole. You know, I watched the, the Rays versus the Blue Jays. And... Um, Blake Snell and Glass now, big man, were both filthy. Like, just both unhittable type stuff. Like, you know, and the Yankees are pretty aggressive like the Blue Jays are. The Yankees are better hitters than the Blue Jays are. Uh, but, yeah, the Rays definitely have a pitching advantage. And it's a classic small ball versus long ball, right? As you stated, they don't have star players. They manufacture runs. They, you know, they go station to station. And, and they play good defense. The Yankees don't play good defense either. And that could come back to hurt them against a team like the Tampa Bay Rays as well. I like the fact the Rays aren't hiding it either. Kiermaier even said that we're glad we're playing the Yankees. We like beating them, and it'll make it more special. Like, they got to be careful of poking a bear a little bit, but they don't like each other. And, like, the Rays aren't hiding it. Like, you know, and I like the honesty, big man. You know, when people's like LeBron, oh, this series is just the same. No, it isn't. You know, none of them, no, it isn't. Like, I like the fact when they said, is it, you know, is it special to play the Yankees? And I said, hell yeah, it is. We don't like them. <laughs> and and Kiermaier, and he didn't say we're going to beat them. He didn't guarantee it. He goes, but it'll make it that much sweeter if we can beat them, that it's them. So, you know, they're ready. They're up for the challenge. I think they're going to knock the Yankees off. Um, I think I do. I think they're going to knock the Yankees off uh, in this series. And then Houston and Oakland, this is a tough one, but. Houston are just those son of a bitches. They're cheaters and stuff. And you know they're just going to annoy everybody and they're probably going to win, big man. Yeah. I mean, they're really hard to root for. I, I don't, I, mean, I think anyone outside of Houston hates rooting for them. But yeah, I agree with you. Um, you know, Oakland seems like kind of that trendy team. I've seen a lot of people say they like, but look, they are a team. This has been a weird season. They do have some big boppers, as we know, but. Um, yeah, from a starting pitching standpoint, uh, Houston's just better. Uh, I, I would agree. I like the I like the Dodgers as well. I'm a Dodger fan, but I like the Dodgers. I can't believe it's been 32 freaking years, man. Talking about how time goes by fast, but um, how time goes by fast. But I can't believe it's been 32 years. It doesn't feel like that since the Dodgers won. Like I remember that night. Yeah, I, you know, I was thinking about that too. Like we were talking about that last week with LeBron. Like think about the like, you know, your memories of the Eagles winning the Super Bowl that night. You know, I remember, like, you did the video, you're on the street, and the streets are going crazy. And, like, you know, you have that memory and stuff. Think of LeBron being in 10 finals, big men. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, just 10? Like, I don't even know if he can remember them all. It's like Phillip Rivers' kids or something like that. You know, Cromartie's kids. Like, this guy, like, 
so many freaking finals. Uh, so as long as yeah, we were into this segue here uh, with this, the Los Angeles uh, Los Angeles Lakers look like they were in control of this series, bro. And you know, Bam Adebayo is out, and and, and Gordon Dragic, etc. But they were flat early. Miami didn't let up. A legendary game from Jimmy Butler dropping 40 points down. And, you know, we got Pro Football Doc uh, on now. You know, he's a doctor of the Chargers for 17 years, profootballdoc.com. Uh, he's a regular on our network. And I, we were talking about Bam last week after the injury. And he basically told me, big man, that 100%, it's just a pain threshold thing. Like, it, you're not making it worse. It's not like an injury. It's a pain. You know what I'm saying? Like he's in, it's a discomfort, but it's not like, oh yeah, yeah, you you know, if you play, oh it's dangerous. It's like no, bro. And even my guy Pete Annapolis, you know, come on, man, guys have played through worse than this. And I get missing that first game, and you know, you were beat up and all that, but he better play, bro, on Tuesday. Like it's time for this kid to suck it up and get out there, in my opinion, big man. Well, he has to get out there, and if he does. This is a different series. This is a huge win tonight for the Miami Heat. And look, Jimmy Butler, you know, it, it really makes me physically sick to watch him down in Miami because you know, he didn't attempt a three-point shot tonight <laughs> at 40 points in a triple-double. Um, he was unbelievable. They need Bam back. Look, it, it sucks that having him or Drogic, because I think Drogic's one of the more underappreciated players in the and league. Just but, for the record, you know, just Bam for the record can, Big Man said it made yeah. him sick being a Sixer fan, right, watching. That's why you were disgusted. <laughs> Oh, of course. I mean, it, you know, it's it's sickening to watch him go one year later and go to the finals. But, yeah, look, they need Bam back. He's the guy that can front and he can guard Anthony Davis. Uh, and he makes it really difficult on the other end against people like Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard can't guard uh, Bam Adebayo. You know, I likened uh, Gabe, uh, Bam Adebayo. He reminds me of, of – Ben Wallace, he's just a better offensive player, much better offensive player than Ben was. But, you know, he's a great defender. He can really kind of bother uh, Anthony Davis. And I, I want to see them at full strength. I believed and thought that they could beat the Miami Heat or beat the L.A. Lakers. And, you know, tonight they took the first step. Hero was very good. Duncan got involved. And, you know, Jay Crowder's been huge in this series. But I'm excited. You, know, you get back in the series a little bit. It's not going to be a sweep. It's not going to be a five-game. I don't think it's going to be a five-game. I think it could be six. Miami has to have Bam back. You're right. He needs to suck it up and get out there. Um, he's young. He's going to be fine. This is – you may not get this opportunity again to go to the NBA Finals. You've got to be in there. Exactly. If it's not going to affect him long term, uh, he's got to be in there. You know, you can't – that's the thing. Like, you know – and I, you know, I'm not judging a kid, right? He's tougher than me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. No. I can't sit here and say, "Oh, you know what? You're soft, kid." But as I said, I mean, I, we spoke to a doctor about it, and he said, he even said, "Well, it's just you know, it's up to him." That you know, basically, it's one of those deals. Like the doctor basically said that the team doctor wouldn't tell him not to play. You know what I mean, big man? It's not like, yeah, we're gonna medically advise against it. Like it's up to you to suck it up and like. How can you sit there and watch this? You know what I mean? Like I said, you got another couple of days. I don't care, man. You know, take a shot. You know, take some painkillers. Do whatever it is that ever, whatever it is you have to do. But it's the NBA Finals. You're gonna regret this. Like you got to get out there. And you know, we could have a series. Uh, seven and a half is the point spread uh, for Tuesday night. Totals two nineteen and a half. New series price. Uh, L.A. Lakers minus fifteen hundred. Miami Heat plus eight seventy. Uh, Miami Heat plus 870 right now, big man. 
Yeah, Gabe, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell your listeners something. People need to be betting the Lakers' first half overs. I mean, I, I think they've hit 16 of 19 in the playoffs straight. I mean, they, they have just been a terrific first half over team. I mean, it comes in again tonight. It wasn't easy, but it came in. Um, they're just really good in the first half. They kind of set the tone. I thought tonight Miami would have to kind of come out and and start hot, and they did. Um, that's something to keep an eye on. But, yeah, I, I think Bam's going to be the big piece. If he can come back, I don't think it's crazy. I think we could see a tied series after uh, game four. Uh, and I hope we do. I have a big future on Miami. I like this team a lot. I thought, I mean, even in – what a wild even game one game. Remember remember Miami went up big in the first half, big first quarter, and before the end of the first quarter they were down. Uh, the Lakers can get going and get going quick. But I think they kind of just took tonight off for some reason. Anthony Davis wasn't a factor. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Matter, I still want to see what Bam's status is. Yeah, These first too. quarters matter. You know, the Miami came out. They were intense early. You know, a nice play was Kelly Olnick when he uh, he punched the ball loose from behind late in the game from LeBron. You know, like I said, they, they competed on the defensive end. All right, hang in here, big man. I, was really, I just want to get your Doc Rivers take on the other side. Time's just flying by here. Sports Rage Sunday continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Portraits late night continues. Big man on campus kicking it with us uh, right now. Barstool in the house. All right, uh, big man. Uh, we appreciate your time uh, here this evening. Show just uh, flew by uh, tonight. Nice to have you back uh, in the rotation. Of course, you can follow uh, Big Man uh, on uh, Twitter at Big Man on Campus, but you already uh, know that. And uh, check out his blogs over at uh, Barstool. Uh, great stuff about uh, the weight loss. You're now a health, uh, you're a fitness expert. You're a fitness guru now, Big Man. Like, who would have thought, like, if someone would have told you, like, two years ago that you'd write a column for Barstool about health, you go, nah, nah, that's not happening. Next thing you know, you're going to tell me I'm going to be on, like, uh, Muscle muscle, muscle, and Fitness Magazine in a couple of years. <laughs> Lose 80 pounds, and you want to do it where you can still eat some stuff that you like, I can tell you how to do it. And if you want to learn how to do 200 push-ups a day and have arms of steel, I can tell you how to do that, too. But, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't tell I'm a fitness expert. I just wanted to share my story on how I did it, uh, how I kind of – got my name and it became a literal thing and um yeah it, it's 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 worked out i still have work to do i want to lose 120 or so but uh i appreciate you reading and uh yeah it was a fun thing to write all right big man on campus so uh yeah doc rivers we'll get you out of here i just want to get your take being the, the, the hardcore sixer fan uh that you are so as i stated i saw this coming i, I actually think it's a good fit billy donovan was out there seemed like billy donovan was sort of picking his spots and I don't know why he, you know, he thought Chicago uh, was was the right place uh, for him. Maybe the money, <laughs> but I don't know why he ended up thinking the Bulls was the right spot for him. And listen, Billy Donovan's a great coach, 
And I don't know why Oklahoma City are doing, you know, they did what they did, but it is what it is. And then you get Doc Rivers. Listen, some people are going to criticize Doc Rivers for the Clippers collapse, all right? And I know that Doc Rivers has had a couple of 3-1 series collapses, and that's been highlighted. But he is a good coach. And that Clipper chemistry was whack, bro. It was. You know, you and I talked about it, big man, you know, with the bubble and stuff. They didn't take it seriously enough. Like, guys on that team were in and out, and they didn't have that killer instinct. You know, Paul George, you know, has anxiety. He's depressed. Kawhi Leonard kind of seemed to be kind of distant from everybody. You know, you can see you have problems. I'm just stating, I, I don't know if it was the coaching, per se, more so than just the actual players. I mean, they kept just acquiring guys and throwing them out there, and on paper it made sense. Like, yeah, Morris is a badass. Beverly's a badass. And Williams hits threes and stuff. But they were also very volatile personalities, big man. You know what I mean? And it's it was hard to rein them in. And they were emotional. They were either really good or really bad. They, You know, so I get it. Doc, you know, and, and Balmer got pissed off. and wanted, You know, he was really angry for losing. So I get it. But I don't think it's all Doc's uh, fault. But what's your take on Doc Rivers? I think he's good for for the players on the team, actually. What's your take? Yeah, I think he's great for the players. And and obviously, Doc's had some success. I I think, uh, you know, coming here, he'll be able to get through to some of these players. But, look, as you know, and as anyone knows that follows this team, I I mean, they have some major roster problems. Look, I'm going to make this clear. I, I don't think there's any chance they start next season with Embiid and Simmons both on this team. I, I think they're going to make a big splash. And, in fact, I've heard through the grapevine from people that know there is going to be a big move and one of these guys is gone. I, I, if, if Look, if you can get a Sacramento Kings to give you Buddy Heald for Al Horford and Zaire Smith and a, and a pick, I would do that in a heartbeat. Get him the hell out of here. You get a shooter to come in here. You, you also go out and, 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 you know, obviously you have a good draft and you kind of fit around those guys. But I, I like Doc. I think he's still a great basketball mind. He's a leader. He's fresh. You know, the Brett Brown era just had to end. It, it, was, it had gone on too long. And, look, a lot of people will look in and say, well, Doc's collapsed three different times in a playoffs up 3-1. But, you know, he's going to get through to them. He's got a winning pedigree. And you're no longer on the court, Gabe, where every night you're not going in and saying, wow, we are going to get out coached by literally every coach in the league. Doc Rivers is, is on another level on that standpoint. But, and he's going to surround himself with a good staff as well. You know, you hear Alvin Gentry and you hear, you know, other names as well. So um, I'm excited. I, I think there's things that are going to come, but – there needs to be an injection into this roster because this roster with Doc Rivers, I don't think there's going to be much change. They've got to go out and make some big splashes. Yeah, they there 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 are roster flaws, but you know it's a good point. One thing I'll say, and it's a good call about about what you said. He's done a lot of great things, and another thing is, big man. Yeah, he's blown three three one series leads, but. If you've been around forever and you've been in a million playoff series, it's almost like. You know, like uh, like Brett Favre. Yeah, he's thrown a lot of interceptions because he was around for 20 years, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, if you're, you, you know, you're in the playoffs and you're in big series all the time, you're not going to win them all. You know, could he have won a couple more? Maybe. But, you know, it is what it is. I think he's a good fit. But like you said, he he's not the savior here because, you know, they have a flawed roster. And I think, I think it starts with Ben Simmons. 
And I don't know. I don't know why the kid just doesn't learn how to shoot a damn basketball, bro. I just, I, it, it baffles me, man, that he doesn't. I know why. He spends time, you know, with the Kardashians and all that crap. But, like, just well, here, get, into thing, a, get into a damn gym and take a thousand threes a day. It's not rocket science. You'll get better. And I agree with you 100%. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that Brett Brown was just a complacent guy. I don't think he could really get through to some of these guys. I think Doc can, and I think he will. But, but again, you see, when Ben has a Jimmy Butler or he has a Redick or he has someone that can space the floor, he's a different player. Look, if it's my decision, I would move Embiid. I just would. I think, I think you can get a haul back for him. Uh, and, you know, I, I think Simmons is I'm the one that I would get antics. rid of. I mean, okay. Yeah, I, I, I Look, hear Embiid you. He played well. He brought me, it in the playoffs. He played well in the playoffs. He was one of the few guys he showed yeah, up. I get been, the antics and the drama and stuff like that. I get it. But to me, Embiid is the keeper more than Ben Simmons. Yeah, I, I just think with Embiid, you know, he, he was – solid in the playoffs but you know at the end of the day when you have a guy like ben i mean he's such a terrific defender he can obviously lead a team from a point guard role he can play so many different positions you know joel just seems infatuated with, with being a jump shooter he's not nikola Jokic. like i i know he thinks he is but he doesn't have that shot that nikola does and you know Nicola dropped a lot of weight he, lo- he looks good physically um you know, I, I, I'm just sick of the antics, and, and I'm kind of getting tired of it. At what point do you say, okay, it's time to move on? I think, you, like I said, get a haul back. I think you go a little smaller maybe. You kind of space guys around. And, you know, th- this draft coming out, there's some really good bigs in this draft. And I'm not saying that he's at their Embiid, but I, I just I don't, I don't see a case where they're both here next year. I, I just don't. I can tell you one thing. And, listen, I've loved this NBA run and stuff. But I was talking about it earlier, like, you know, watching the same teams, it's crazy. I was thinking about it. I'm like, man, you know, I've never watched, like, uh, I've never watched 20 Miami Heat games in 40 days before Big Man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, when people are like, I saw Donnie talking about the, the ratings. Like, yeah, people are kind of sick of it. It happens also, like, you know, people don't want to see LeBron win. You know, it's like, oh, I don't want to see him win. It's just frustrating. And, and he's going to win. So I can tell you, though. I'm glad that the offseason's not going to be that long. And I'm just looking forward to, like, fresh games again and stuff. Like, you saw the Phoenix Suns came on uh, late last year in, in yeah. the bubble. Uh, you know, the Dallas Mavericks. Um, I don't know if there's the player on the market this year to put them over the top. Maybe it's next year. But I got I think Luka Doncic's getting to a finals, bro. I, I, I believe this kid's that good. I think he's that good that eventually well, I, he's going to get to the finals. Like I'm going to I'm going to start betting on the Mavericks futures every year just over the next few years, big man, cuz I believe in a kid that much. And I I think Mark Cuban saw kind of what I saw last, you know, playoffs that they just were exited out of. They need to go out and find one more wing, you know, like a DeMar DeRozan type. But let me ask you something, Gabe, with, with the Sixers. If Minnesota comes to you and says, "Hey, uh we want Ben Simmons. We'll give you the first overall pick and, like, I don't know, Josh Okogie. Would you do that? Um, no, as crazy as it sounds. There's there is there's not that you one know, guy this year. Like, who's the who's that? But LaMelo I mean? Ball and, and, and B, I don't know. Yeah. I mean. uh, haven't you had to learn your lessons with the balls yet? <laughs> no, no, I love them. No, I love them. 
This oh. this kid's good though. I know this this kid's good. Alonso's turned into a good player too. He didn't have a good playoff, but uh, or playoff or whatever the mini the play and you know all that crap hey, at the end. I love I I love this kid Lamelo. I, I think he's, no, going he's, to he's be a baller. An and and but he is has he, like yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't trade Ben Simmons for him. Like I don't like Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons is good. Like, people will give you a lot for Ben Simmons. Like, if you actually trade Ben Simmons, somebody will give you something pretty good. And I know, like, hey, the first-round pick, you know, the top pick is good, but it's kind of a weird deal where I wouldn't do it, but I don't know if if I would want to trade the first pick for Ben Simmons either, big man. You know what I'm saying? It's like the double-edged sword. It's like one of those things, like, so you got, oh. you got Ball. You got who else? You got Wiseman, uh, Edwards. Um, you know, there's they're good, but they're not great, right? These guys. But if you're the if you're the Sixers, like at, at some like maybe they feel like Ben is just who he is, and this is what he is, and this is his ceiling. Is this his ceiling? I mean, at what point? Like it's four years in. At what point do you say like, okay, well, you still can't shoot, and you're injured a lot, and you're a pretty good player, and we know you have a possibility, but how long do you wait? It's like you have a girlfriend that like says she'll stop cheating and she never does. Like eventually you have to like put your foot down and say, I'm out. Like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I don't care how hot you are. Like I'm out. Like, I mean, what point do they say with Ben Simmons? Like, it's like the Joel Embiid commercial. Joel Embiid is unhappy. I see that. I'm like, who cares? He never wins. What what are you like? What what do you like? Have one of people like you're a star. Like, you know what I mean? Like he still got. It's a good thing he got a, like a long term deal with that uh, with that sponsor. Um, listen, I Could like. Could you imagine though, Gabe? I like Embiid as a player. I don't know if you saw too. People making the uh, the gifts of Joel Embiid with the Raptors because Embiid basically showed so much love for Raptors. He's like, that's a winning team. You know what I mean? He's like, that's you know those guys have the heart of a champion. And uh, he's like, I love Kyle Lowry. And then people, the people in Toronto were like, hey, 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 if you want to come to Toronto, hey, we've got a spot for you. No, 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 that ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. But listen, <laughs> let me tell you something. One other thing with LaMelo Ball. Could you imagine? I remember when Allen Iverson was here, his mother used to sit behind the basket at every game, and she was a media favorite. Everybody loved her here. Ann Iverson, she was the best. She would hold these big signs up. She loved her son. Could you imagine? LeVar Ball in Philadelphia every night. He the kid starts to become a star. Everybody wants to, it's like LeBron's in town every night. People want to see LaMelo. You got Embiid killing it. Him and LaMelo going, you know, they're like magic and Kareem. Oh my God, it would be give me LaMelo. This, this sounds like your give dream. This is what you want. Please. Yeah, I don't think it's happening. Oh, I man. love him. I love it's, I love the kid. I I I wish it would. God help me, please. Uh Gabe, you're the best. I Always hey, appreciate great, you giving uh, me an avenue to come on and chat with you. I appreciate yeah, it's it. It's great. Show always flies by when you're on. Hopefully, we'll do it later later in the week. Uh, congratulations on the Barstool uh, gig. Uh, long time coming. Appreciate it. And as I stated, follow Big Man on uh, Twitter, Big Man on Campus, and uh, he'll argue with you if you want to argue uh, on Twitter. Controversy's good. Bring it. Good stuff, Big Man. Great, uh, great stuff. Thanks for the time, bro. Thanks. Thanks, pal. See ya. Big Man on Campus, throwing it down. Thanks to our crew. Dealing, uh, dealing with a lot uh, once again this evening, but we got through it.
sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Portrait's late night continues. Thanks to big men on campus, Barstool Sports uh, in the house. Paul Bovey on the radar for Monday. Uh, Paul's great. Uh, listen, Paul's one of my favorite guests. Love big man as well. But uh, Paul, great NBA um, analyst, handicapper. Paul's now at covers.com. Uh, so Paul Bovey on the radar. Um, we want to get Drew Martin on, but um, we've all remember um, we've, 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 we're about to strike out. It's almost like, you know, three strikes and you're out. Plus, now that he's in Florida, it seems to be even worse. So unless, like, uh, we find out that we have a uh, a secure connection, uh, unless we find out we have a secure connection, uh, we might have to wait uh, on Drew Martin bets. But do we want to get him on? Because uh, I know he's, he's, uh, he's a Marlins guy, and um, he's, he jumped on the Marlins uh, bandwagon. Yeah, we didn't get into the National League. Uh, we talked uh, American League. Uh, National League starts on Tuesday. We'll get into that on tomorrow night's uh, show. So we've got a doubleheader tomorrow night in the National Football League. We've got two baseball games. Pretty cool stuff uh, for a Monday. We'll be uh, live on most of these radio stations and on the grid at 6 o'clock Eastern game time decisions leading in uh, to the Monday night uh, doubleheader. And, you know, I got a weird feeling about the Chiefs uh, game. You know, it's I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think the Chiefs are probably going to cover, but... You know, big man brought it up. Bill Belichick and the Patriots don't often get double-digit points. We saw the Philadelphia Eagles tonight find a way to hang around. Like, it's a lot of points to be laying. Is Kansas City going to take the pedal off the metal because Cam Newton's not there? Actually, I don't think so. So, put it this way. I'm going to take Kansas City, but it's not like the lock of the century or anything like that. So... We'll step up uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll figure out some, you know, teasers and how to, how to approach this. But I think the Chiefs will handle their business. I don't know. I sort of see like a 30, 31-17, 34-20, 34-17 game. I think the Chiefs are going to cover. And, uh, man, uh, say a prayer. Uh, but we like the Atlanta Falcons plus the seven points. Falcons choke all the time, but they always choke away the win. They can cover the number, right? Right? <laughs> Are you telling me there's a chance? Other than that, you're on your own. Later.